0: INTERNATIONAL Welcome back, Pat, to our fifteenth
1: episode. I learned nothing—a philosophical podcast for idiots. Why are you talking in this weird NPR voice? Because we're pitching You're phony. We're pitching this to NPR. No, we're not. Can you imagine? <laughs> My dad actually suggested that we pitch it to NPR. Well, you know, your dad might be onto something. If the people of NPR are listening, um, dude, you can pay us some beer. Honestly, we'll do it. Fuck no. it. What else we have going on? No, nothing. Uh, yeah, you can put us right after fucking um, This American Life. This American Life. And then I Learn Nothing. Then I Learn Nothing. <laughs> I think it's, you know what, Ben? You changed my mind. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. We should definitely we should be do on it. MDR <laughs> Folks, this is I Learn Nothing, a comedy uh, podcast about philosophy. You know, we, yeah. we kind of pitch it as a philosophy podcast for idiots. So if you're an idiot, you've somehow stumbled upon what you need in your life. Yeah, you're going to get educated. Bitch ben and pat Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh dude, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah We're gonna have a great time <laughs> We're gonna have a fantastic time <laughs> uh, My name's Pat Dean, I'm a comedian here in Austin, Texas I'm joined by my dear friend, Princeton alum, philosophy expert, Ben Sherlock, a.k.a. Yep. AKA candy Boy I'm a candy boy, I'm a tenured candy boy at Princeton University <clears throat> You know, Ben has got a lot of <laughs> nicknames over the years um, Let's see, uh, Candy Boy, Pop Daddy Uh, You've had a lot of Uh, nicknames Yeah, pretty much just those three things Mm -hmm. The Red Phantom The reason that you're named Candy Boy Mm -hmm. This son of a bitch, (laughs) All right, I drive over to your house 7 o'clock at night, I'm here Mm. to pick up Ben We're gonna have a nice evening out in the town Ben's asleep, why wouldn't he be? It's 7 o'clock on Saturday Of course he's fucking asleep I had a long week at work I bet you did (laughs) (laughs) So fucking old Benny Two Shoes over here Stumbles out into his front yard. He's wiping his sleep from his eyes. He's still in his bathrobe. I'm like, oh, this guy's a mess. (laughs) Sits down. First thing you say is like, I kind of want to get some candy. (laughs) They go, what? And they go, yeah. I'm like, I just woke up. I woke up with a sweet tooth. You know how most men, when they wake up from a nap, but look, I understand. I'm not, I have diabetes. I'm not the most... Yeah, you're
0: just jealous. It just sounds like you're jealous at this point. Look,
1: they're going to cut my feet off one day. I'm at peace with that. (laughs) So I can't really call you out for your unhealthy lifestyle, but... Well, like a lot of dudes. They wake up first thing they think to themselves, "I need some candy." You you you, you go you go you go, I, you go. I didn't say candy at first. I said I want some coffee, and then while I was thinking
0: about it, I was like, "Oh, you know, what goes good with coffee. It's like some kind of cake." Yeah, you and wanted, so, and so I just kind of thought about sweet stuff, and then I was like, "You know what? I'll be fine with just candy."
1: Yeah, you. You. you first, you're like, you're like, I want some coffee and a, and a brownie. Oh, a brownie. That's what you always do. When Ben gets something in his head, he says it out loud, and then realizes what he said and repeats it in like a like a, like a tone of voice that he's like, "Holy shit! What a great idea!" So it's like, "Oh, a brownie. Oh, a brownie." <laughs> Um, it's so funny because you're so you're <laughs> such you're obviously such a, a, a very intelligent person, but you can trick yourself all the time. Like you get tricked. Oh, I, get, I tricked. I get tricked into so many things. I th- we used to live together. The number of times that but we were, we got to introduce who we're talking about at least before
0: we start on another story. <laughs> Me? Yeah, we're not we're talking, talking about. We're dude. talking about you, dummy. No, 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 no. We're talking
1: about Aristotle Butthead. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the actual point of the podcast. Yeah. The third installment of oh, our Greek triple stack. Yeah. I'm sorry. I I, <laughs> I forgot this podcast was about learning, and I thought it was <laughs> about me yelling at you. Anecdotal stories about me being and awful. Your your shitty diet. Um. But <clears throat> so this is our part three mm-hmm. of our Greek triple stack. Yeah. Uh. These are, you know, philosophy comes from in Western threes. philosophy it comes from uh, the, the ancient Greeks and. We had not covered them yet Which is kind of odd So we decided to knock out The three major ones The right? three main ones Yeah And they're, they're like uh,
0: In progression of daddiness Socrates was the yeah. daddy Of Aris- of uh, Plato Right And today we're talking About Aristotle Who is uh, Plato Plato was, was the daddy Of Aristotle Was his daddy Yeah And oh guess who Aristotle was the daddy of uh, When? Who? Alexander the Great Really? Yeah he was his tutor <clears throat> What? Slash daddy Yeah uh, the, the Really? Yeah I'm not, yeah, I'm serious. This is—it's actually pretty insane.
1: That's so weird. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he wasn't like a philosopher. No, he,
0: no, he was uh, a bloodthirsty just, war war criminal. Yeah, he just loved yeah. kicking ass. Mm-hmm. Kicking ass, taking names, marrying uh, uh, hot Babylonian bitches. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was Alexander. Man, I got Alejandro.
1: I got to look into this guy. Yeah, Alejandro Grande. So Aristotle, what the fuck is his deal? Because I've heard this guy's name all the time. I just pictured i always picture like an old man in like robes. Well, That's yeah, I know about he kind of was. He was, a, <coughs> he was probably the
0: biggest daddy, actually. In what sense? Well, so he kind of uh, really made philosophy what it was. Uh, Plato kind of you know, made some epic contributions with the dialogues and the Republic. Uh, Socrates kind of got the ball rolling, but never wrote anything. Aristotle was the guy who came up with pretty much everything. What um, do you mean? Like, he kind of started science. He started uh, logic. Wow. He um, started
1: ethics. He was a great um, wingman. He was a great wingman. Aristotle could get everyone laid, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. He was he, fantastic at it. If you're, an, if you're in ancient Greece mm-hmm. and you were like, man, I got I to gotta get laid. Yeah. Like, I really want to talk to that 13 year old boy, but. I want to talk to Aristotle. Yeah. he's, yeah, he, he's a great wingman, but only for, you know, yeah. things we look down on now. <laughs> God, I still can't get over that. What a blemish. Yeah, it's quite a blemish. It's such a shitty thing. (laughs) It's like you look at some of the things the Founding Fathers said, and you're like, wow, that's really inspiring. It's like, also, this guy had like 80 slaves. You're like, well, okay, that sucks. Yeah, it really sucks. Yeah. Can't get over that. It's hard to. Yeah. You know? I mean, I made my peace with it.
0: Um... So where were we? Yeah, Aristotle. Uh, there's a lot to get into. I don't know. What do you want to talk about with him? Well, who was he, man? Well, yeah. Let's do the bio there. Yeah. Um, born in Stagira, which Whoa. is some town in Macedonia. Um, so he wasn't. He wasn't like exactly Greek. He was, he was, <laughs> he was, what does that mean? Well, he was Macedonian, which is which is kind of different, although kind of not. It kind of ends up not mattering at all. Uh-huh. But. Um, uh, he ended up moving to Athens when he was like a young kid. Cause both of his he was like orphaned, like in his teens or something. Yeah. And so his uncle like sort of took custody of him and realized that he was, uh, like this brilliant, precocious kid and was like, you know what? You should go to this place called Athens. There's a school there being run by
1: this pervert named Plato. You got to check out Athens, bro. Yeah. And he's like, you got to check out Ath- Athens. So, um, yeah, he, it's kind of coincidental that he's like, adopted by somebody and he's immediately like, "Oh no, you're really smart. You should go somewhere else." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I never planned on actually having you in my life in any yeah. meaningful way. So, um, yeah. but Athens is nice. You gotta, you gotta,
0: <laughs> yeah, you gotta watch out with your, your nephew cause you're the godfather of your nephew. Yeah, I know. It could be the same thing. You could, Dude,
1: like <laughs> I can't wait for my sister or husband to like die horribly Yeah, and I'm just taking uh, care of this pretty pretty fucking early. kid and I'm just like, well, I, I don't know, man. Yeah.
0: Then I, you're going to have to be like, uh, uh, Hey, you know, you're really smart. You should
1: go to this, uh, one city called Athens, Georgia. Hey, you should go to Athens, I- Georgia. R.E.M.'s from there. You love R.E.M., just five. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. oh, no, I don't. I don't. I miss my mom really bad. Yeah. It's like, That's well, all she's I think not about. coming back. So, so one thing <laughs> to keep in mind is that your parents are never coming back. And I <laughs> kind of, when I said yes to be your godfather, I, I
0: know that this was part of the
1: deal. Yeah. I kind so. of just thought I'd be your spiritual advisor, and also I'm not really into that idea either. So, so yeah, gonna need you to go to Athens, Georgia. So <laughs> here's a fuck, bus ticket. Here's a bus ticket. <laughs> and um, two snacks. Here's some candy that I got From my fucking friend Ben A.K.A. the candy boy You remember him, right? The candy boy Um, B.O.I. So So this guy goes to Athens, Georgia When he's like a young lad?
0: Yeah, he's like a young lad He gets to Athens, Georgia He uh, joins Yeah, he joins the academy Which is uh, The lad academy The lad, yeah, the lad academy The academy of lads The the, the, the Academy.
1: Ah! Um, uh-uh. Hey,
0: um, and so, yeah, he's uh, hanging out with uh, Plato and these other, uh, these other robed, barobid ber- perverts. Whoa. And, um, and he's like learning a bunch of shit. And he's also kind of like owning a lot of these older dudes with really? uh, with arguments. Yeah. He's like, he's like way smarter than them.
1: It's kind of like how we use, we own older conservatives on facebook you know yeah yeah Where they're like saying something and you go actually you show them a meme and you're like oh yeah pwned you just pwn the shit yeah, out of yeah and they don't even know what it means yeah so uh that's
0: what aristotle does to everybody there he's just pwning noobs yeah he's pwning noobs left and right he's lead, lead as fuck um and so he um he and like plato kind of become like super good homies but then they kind of get on the outs every once in a while because they disagree on shit
1: um, yeah what they agree on or disagree on well the main thing that they disagreed on in and this um, I think I, my parents are coming back one day he's <laughs> <It was> like <laughs> buddy buddy come on Plato's was like no man he's he's not coming back, bro um hey, no bro?
0: so Aristotle so remember last episode um how we were screaming at each other because you didn't really like that that theory of forms thing yeah I hated it yeah you were like really mad about it so Aristotle kind of hated it too um. Yeah. So this is why I think you'll like Aristotle better than Plato because uh, of his hate. Because of his hate. Yeah. Um. He's he's part of the hate squad. Um. Aristotle was kind of a he was he's a, a down to earth bro. He was like a really down to earth. You know. Yeah. Um. Sort of in the in the way that Plato was not. So the, remember the theory of the forums was kind of saying that everything kind of gets gets its reality from some uh like ethereal transcendent form mm-hmm. like you know, Tim the cat is a cat because he gets his catness from this form that exists or yes. whatever. And Plato was like, that's kinda of bullshit. Like there's no way you can fucking prove that there's
1: Aristotle said that. Aristotle yeah. said
0: that, sorry. Um Aristotle was said, no, you know, instead of going from this establishing something's reality from this like weird spiritual source that we can't see, yeah. let's go from the bottom up and see what we can learn from that direction. So he goes, okay, well, we'll take this cat, this thing that we call a cat. It has certain features.
1: It's furry. It has claws. Clues. Clues. Uh, Excuse <laughs> me. your cat has too many claws. Yeah. It's severed several veins. <laughs> it's me. <laughs>
0: ben. <laughs> it's me? My That's what I said?
1: Hello. Okay. There's too many claws on this kit. It's too much clues um, I like. I came here for candy, and I all I came, got was cats. I came here for coffee and candy, and all I've got is cats and claws. <laughs> it's you, fucking old man. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, it's you. That's my impression of you. Yeah, no, I get it. That's fine. Hello, <laughs> it's me, Ben. Has anyone seen my glasses? Oh, I accidentally ate them when I ate all that candy in a frenzy. I just woke up. <laughs>
0: um so aristotle says <clears throat> um let's you know try to investigate things in a better way in a more scientific way and this is kind of how he starts he kind of lays the foundation for western science um because he goes this step further than plato so remember when we were getting into like begging the question and um the shit about how you can't just say that a cat is a cat because it's it's called cat well i mean it says you Well, so here's the thing. So Aristotle was like, well, we need to find out some sort of category that we can give it that they all share, that we can call them all cats. Okay. All right. And that's why Plato was like, so we have the forms. There are these forms that exist, you know, apart from our immediate perception and they're called, you know, it's like catness or, or cat with a capital C or something like that. Right. and Plato just kind of left it at that. He says that these forms are what imbue th- yeah. living beings. I'm done films. with this. Yeah. And Aristotle was like, like, but yeah, basically was like, you're not finished. Like, that's not, <laughs> this doesn't solve anything. Right. We need to, like, find out, like, more about, you know, these characteristics that make cats cats. You know, like, what, you know, why are. You know, cats have fur, but also dogs have fur. So why don't we use the fur as part of it? Right. And so he starts kind of going into, he starts refining these categories. Oh, bet Plato didn't like that. No, he didn't. Um, and Aristotle's basically saying that, like, you know, the reality is based off of, reality of things are based off of, like, you know, several different things. Like, yeah. what they're made out of, what kind of form they take, um, you know, what exactly made them or who made them and uh what their purposes are um and so he called these the four causes yes uh i don't know if you've heard of the four causes before. because not quite (laughs) because is is a cause and effect is a word in english yeah Uh, so it's
1: kind of it's close to that number three is uh santa claus all right that's not even and it's santa claus too so there you go nailed it yeah that's aristotle sure thank you and good night all right, so join us
0: uh, next uh, next week, where it'll be a short episode. You just hear me hang myself, <laughs> um, and Pat just laughing like he's <laughs> laughing right now. <laughs> we
1: hear you actually like yeah. make the slip knot, right? You, know you know hear that? you hear me knock the chair off, yeah, and man. then me kind of gurgling, you know, mm-hmm. as I'm slowly dying. You, you you went out doing what you love, hanging out with your friend Pant, yeah, Pant with Pant and Tim the Cat. So keep going. So there's the four
0: causes. Yeah, so there's the four causes, which is these uh, these characteristics that kind of uh determine how how a certain thing like what made it and how it became what it is there's uh the material cause the formal cause the efficient or moving cause and what? the final cause what yeah the final cause the final cause it's it's that's the end or purpose god right, so.
1: there's no way that's going to be as dramatic as I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be but fuck it's a. <laughs> it sounds so cool i almost uh, don't want to learn about it you want me to? I can save it. No, we should have to, We should learn about it. <laughs> I can't right. deprive our listeners just because you know I'm easily
0: impressed. Okay. Basically, so real quick, just uh, just to let you know, these are the the formal causes, not the formal causes. The four causes yeah. are uh, basically the the four most fundamental answers you could give to the question why. Uh, in regards to a particular thing. if you, So if you look at Tim the cat and it's and you say, oh, that's a cat. I and, try not to. And then you... <laughs> <laughs> can't know let's it. say if you were and you would, you would go, why? Like, why is that a cat? Why would you call that a cat? Aristotle says, well, there are four basic ways to answer that question. And those are the four most basic ways to satisfyingly explain how it's a cat. Okay.
1: You know, I, I, I often think the the word why when I look at Tim yeah because I'm like why why do they let this happen yeah why? why is there a cat in my apartment I mm-hmm. hate cats oh yeah. the cats gets it's hair everywhere why yeah why why, why did th- why is this my life I think that a lot yeah mm. so this this
0: this, this kind of goes a long way into answering those <laughs> those largely existential and. Uh, sad questions I just had. Yeah, Um, just get drunk and look at a cat and think why. Yeah, so basically a man alone. (laughs) Yeah, just drunk staring at a cat, asking why. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a fucking Tim Waits album. (laughs) Drunk alone, staring at a cat, asking why. Look at a cat and wonder why.
1: (laughs) Tom Waits. Tom Waits. Crazy, right? Yeah. Sometimes I wonder why with him. Well, for, for real. Yeah. Unfortunately, we don't have the time to get into Tom Waits, but I got yeah. I got some thoughts on that motherfucker. The philosophy of Tom Waits. Well, you know, he probably has one. I bet he does. I bet he fucking does. We can get into that in another episode. That's
0: going to be like its own triple stack. I, I can see it now. All right, so we got the material cause. That's uh, what something is made out of. All right, just the fundamental like matter that it's made out of. Uh, the formal cause is basically like the arrangement or shape or form of it. So what it looks like, yeah. you know, how it's arranged, like obviously a cat's head comes at the front, the tail comes at the back. Right. If it were reversed, it would be a fucked up cat. <laughs> I would hate that cat. <laughs> yeah. Um. There's the uh, efficient or moving cause. And that's basically like the agent of whatever made it. So w- probably the most immediate uh, uh, efficient cause of Tim the cat is Tim the cat's mom. Right. And dad, I guess, too. Um, because they, you know, cat fucked and then they made Tim the cat. Right. All right. Um, but she then gave cat birth. Yeah. But then you keep going further and further back. You asking like what that would, that is, uh, Aristotle eventually gets to the, it's, it's sort of one way that he proves not exactly the existence of God, but the existence of there being what's called a prime mover. Okay. Um, and he says that basically uh, the, there's this thing called the prime mover, which is like the one force that had no, uh, um, if, uh, efficient cause. There's nothing before God. God is the thing that is the source of all everything.
1: Right, that's it's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. You godless heathen. Okay, fine. Um, every day I say, why don't you let God into your life? And you say, no. Yeah, like that. I said, no, all I want is candy. All I want to do is <laughs> eat sweets and sleep until midnight.
0: <laughs> I'm Ben. Um, and then there's the final I wear cause. black socks every day yeah what did you wear white socks like yeah a i did f- fucking pervert oh <laughs> <a> pervert eh <laughs> yeah only white sock. white sock wearing pervert straight um, white sock all right and then there's also the um the final cause you want to learn about that? You ready for it? I'm ready. Okay. The final cause, all, all it is, is, I feel just, like my whole life's been leading up to this moment. Yeah, it's what uh, it's what that thing's purpose <coughs> is. So the final cause, basically, the reason that Tim the Cat exists, the purpose for Tim the Cat is to make your life miserable. <laughs> so yeah, that's the final cause.
1: It's weird that it makes. It's my- also
0: called the end cause yeah. because Tim's whole mission is to. Uh, is to provide your end a mission from God? Yeah, blues brothers. They uh, okay. For a second, I thought you said blew his brothers. Oh like, no! Like God
1: blew his brothers? No. to death, and that's how he became God. I mean, I, I that's really insane. That's where your mind went when I said <laughs> blues brothers. Yeah, I after I said quoting blues the blues brothers. But yeah, that I can see how you get confused.
0: Blew his brothers. Yeah death
1: right yeah yeah that's what god did the chance for the chance uh, of the, yep. the throne that was god that's yeah. what i was saying <laughs> game of thrones with god and for some reason gross sex acts <laughs> you had a lot of fucking problems man you're dude, wait, you're waking up late. this has been a weird weekend dude you're, i slept the entire time it was great you're shoveling candy in your mouth you're fucking uh having these weird leaps of in logic mm. I, I don't know what's going on with you the other day we went to a th- we went to go watch a comedy show together uh-huh. you and me and you bought so much candy yeah. <laughs> that you literally didn't know how to, like, you sat down and you're like, what do I do? Like, like you were trying to sit down. I, I had to take the it. candy out of your hand. You had Skittles and chips and chocolate. You had nine sh- shots of scotch for some reason. It was fucking weird. <laughs> it was really, like, it was really weird. I you had okay? a night. I had a night. It was you, a it great was a, night. We had a lot of fun.
0: I had a f- fantastic time. We had a lot of fun together. And then I had to, I had to move seats because this guy in front of me with the shitty rat tail. Oh, yeah. I remember him? Yeah. yeah. So, I, yeah, he was like way too tall and I couldn't see anything so I moved like a seat back and I was laughing <laughs> and then he later told me that you're like, man, yeah, that person laughs really a
1: lot, like, similar to Ben. I really, like, I was there. And then in he there. looked back, and it was me. I was like, wow, that guy sounds just like Ben's. I, I know your laughter. Uh-huh. And I turn around, it's fucking you. Yeah. Like, it was really disappointing. It was me as fuck. I was like, what if it was just, like, some other version of Ben? hmm One who, you know, maybe isn't, uh, you know, overdosing on Skittles. I'm and, still overdosing on Skittles, I think. Yeah. It's a very sl- slow process. Yeah, dude. Chasing him with McAllen 12-year aged or whatever. Ooh, that sounds good. We should get some scotch after this. <laughs> sure.
0: You know what? Sure. Let's let's do that. Macallan? Have you ever had Macallan? Macallan's good.
1: Yeah, I've had Macallan. Okay, sweet.
0: Hell yeah. Ah, sweet, bro. Ah, sweet, bro. All right, let's get back into this. Um, yeah, so Aristotle kind of starts this whole process of, of, of science
1: um, <laughs> where he... You know how he started it? Um, he was looking through a microscope like he invented the microscope and he was uh-huh. like this is amazing and then he tripped and knocked it off and he just went glavin yeah is it the yeah. um <laughs> that was
0: aristotle That's <laughs> aristotle yeah oh um, my god so no so he um he kind of came up with first of all he's he was like so plato was like really into uh investigating these ideas and he'd like he'd come up with an idea and he'd like think more about it, you know, he'd like try to guess all of its implications. He was really into these, um, these thought experiments. Aristotle... Like us! Yeah, Aristotle took a different approach. He started studying just the actual things in front of him. He'd like okay. take a fucking like mug or something and he'd like, you know, knock on it. He'd like see what kind of, you know, different properties it had. Yeah. Um, he'd like look into it. Uh, maybe he'd break one to see what happens when it breaks. Um, so he starts really investigating like things as they are right right in the here and
1: now i like that yeah seems so, like a lot of these dudes the whole thing was just like oh i'll just like invent this thing mm-hmm. it's Like, well no. how about the world in front of you
0: yeah you, yeah exactly so that's four-eyed what, greek fuck yeah that's what um that was the main departure between plato and aristotle plato was really into the theoretical aspects of truth or wisdom yeah And Aristotle was much more into the practical, um, like concrete here and now aspects. There's truth in wisdom. Ever mm, think of that? Yep. There's wisdom and truth. I mean, Um, what a crazy world, man. Yeah, it's a crazy world. It's Ben's world. We're just living it. It's a crazy mixed up world. It is. So. um,
1: Needs to be destroyed.
0: (laughs) uh, So Aristotle started um, like looking at different animals. He started like dissecting shit. Um, He started like, you know, looking at how plants grow and stuff like that. And
1: uh where all these plants come from, kind of yeah, and so he started the, uh, so a lot of people credit him for <laughs> hey uh, aerosol. if you get a second, could you like maybe take care of those weeds out front? but how'd they get there? Yeah. <laughs> but he'd actually he'd be a good he'd be good at weeding <laughs> nerd. He'd be
0: good at weeding because he'd tear them dude. up he'd tear them up by the roots uh, so he can like investigate what the roots did, and yeah. in so doing was actually just weeding the the they, lawn
1: They recorded a lot of great rap albums, yeah what the roots they're popular hip hop oh, okay. but anyway god you're getting better and better at that yeah yeah. the other, the other night I was talking about something and someone's like who would you pay four hundred dollars to see what artist and I was like no I was like Paul McCartney that's yeah. it yeah just such a lame answer that's it no it's not yeah and then someone just didn't hear what I said I uh-huh. think so they went who I go, Paul McCartney was in a band called The Beatles? Yeah. And I was like really like, you know what? They probably just didn't hear me. And also, I don't know this person, so maybe... Yeah. Wait, I thought you were saying it's a Roxy. I was, and oh. someone else said that. Oh, okay. And- yeah, so that's a dick move. <laughs> yeah, a <laughs> that's little. so rude. No, it's not. <laughs> they they sh- know who The Beatles are. They don't know that. Some kids don't. I'm sure they do. Some kids don't. If they don't, then fuck them. Well? it's See, now you're on my side. I mean, yeah, a little... Okay. So fuck hold on. you if you don't know the Beatles. So this You're guy, retarded if you don't know who the Beatles are. Yeah, they're a, they're a rock group. Yeah. So they hold on. So this guy Aristotle he's studying the actual physical world. Mm-hmm. What does that do with philosophy? Okay. Well, here's the thing. So basically, there
0: was there was no real difference between science and philosophy back then. What? Because science as a as a method of investigation was just getting its legs. It was it really like didn't it didn't. For up until like the 19th century, actually, um, sciences like biology and physics and um, uh, and chemistry, uh, like these are pretty yeah. well established sciences now. Yeah, I love all of them. Yeah, back back, uh, you know, had. from <laughs> from the 4th uh, century BC up until the 19th century AD. God. all that shit was just called
1: natural philosophy. It was like philosophy about the natural world. Does it ever bother you anytime someone says the 19th century, mm-hmm. you always have to go back one in your head? Yeah, it still, it still takes me like a second for me to what remember What is up it. with that? Because that's how it is. Well, I know it's how it is, but like, why do we put up with it? It's so annoying. How else do you do that? You just say the 1800s. Oh, yeah. So you say, don't say the 19th century anymore? Yeah, it annoys me. I
0: don't like it. Uh, no, I kind of like it because you can get into like...
1: I don't know, man. I just don't like it because people go, Oh, you know, they'll go, you know, we're living in the twenty first century and you go, Ew, it it's it's the year twenty seventeen. Oh, wait, no, he's right technically. Yeah. Basically what I'm saying is that I'm dumb and I'm sick of yeah, it. Yeah, you're yeah, you're dumb and you're mad about it.
0: That's what it sounds like.
1: That's this whole podcast. Yeah. I'm dumb and I'm mad <laughs> That's about every, it.
0: The yeah. Pat Dean story. Yeah, every single episode it's just you being mad and how dumb right. I'm yeah
1: it's just well so here's why this is why we're doing this buddy so so you can get less dumb and you can get less mad but it's like we're talking we're already having conversation that's already tough enough now now i'm doing math now i have to know your bullshit you know oh it's the 20th century (laughs) yeah well you know what fucking sack up all right what (laughs) sack up
0: and fucking do that one that one step of math i don't like it (laughs) i know you don't what do we do You sack up and you fucking do it until you get used to it. Stop complaining. I'm I'm used to it. I just don't. I just think you know. It's just (laughs) like a baby. (laughs) It just bothers me. You're a math baby.
1: A little bit. Yeah,
0: you're a huge math baby. Well, Uh, you just have to subtract one.
1: Yeah, I guess it's not a big deal. It's just that sometimes someone will someone will do that. They'll go, "Oh, the 18th century," and I'm like, "Oh, you know what fucks with me
0: even harder though is like doing
1: the same thing being kind to people who don't look like you." Yeah, you have a real problem (laughs) with that. Big so, uh, doing
0: the same thing but for bc because the fourth century bc is the 300s bc <laughs> dang which is later than the fifth century
1: i'm not joking every single time anyone's ever said fourth century bc or fifth century bc I, I, i've all uh, that's not how we think about it i'm always that's like, hard like, oh, for me 400. that's hard
0: for me because i can't figure that shit out until i take. i need to like stop and think about it for a second. Fuck, dude. They yeah, say The same time's
1: a flat circle, but
0: really, it's just kind of annoying. It's just an annoying circle. It
1: kind of sucks. Yeah.
0: time. It's like a. It, it's like a. It's a flat circle, but like not in the cool way that you think that Russ Cole said. Right. It's like a. It's like a bicycle tire that went flat. Yeah, yeah. You can't go anywhere. Can't, it doesn't take you anywhere.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. And it hurts and it's mean
0: to you. Yeah. So and no one will be your friend. <laughs> so let's get back into this. Aristotle, right? I love this guy. Our homeboy. I like him. You like him? Why do you like him so far? Why don't you, know, you tell me a little? I just like him. I like, I like the way he's he's viewing the world. You know? Do you, do you like his four causes so far? I'm, I love those. You into know that? Yeah. You want to talk about his logic? Sure. Okay. So here's another thing. This is another reason why he's fucking important. <laughs> so this guy was like Aristotle was a fucking genius. Really? Yeah. He came up with way too much shit. Um he came up with the four causes, which are ways to explain, you know, the metaphysics of things. He came up with these things called the categories, Whoa. Um, which is where Kant takes a lot of his influence from. But uh, he has these different categories like uh, like that help define or identify things. Um, and they're uh, things like uh, substance, uh, quantity, quality, uh, relation, which is like something being above or next to um He uh, has these uh, different categories like, um, let's see, um, like having or becoming, uh, like going through a process or undergoing a process, Um, all these different ways to basically describe these things. Um, And he kind of made these very rigorous and said that this is how you can identify concepts and their relationship to other concepts. Yeah. Okay. So that's pretty wide in scope, but that's just something that I wanted to bring up. Um, Crazy. And then here's what's really important. This might be a little complicated. Okay. All right. But, uh, you know, so pay attention with your huge, enormous head.
1: I'm, try- um, I'm trying. <laughs> um, <laughs> Me and my fucking forehead. Yeah. We're dialed in. Okay, good. So <laughs> for those of you who can't see me right now, I'm furring my brow and mm-hmm. staring right at Ben. Yeah. And, you're,
0: and you're, I, your arms are positioned behind you like you're flying.
1: Yeah. I'm, this, is how I, this is how I pay attention. <laughs> this is how Pat thinks.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's like so, I'm skiing. Yeah. So there's this very, very, very important thing that Aristotle basically came up with okay. called uh, propositional logic. Whoa. Okay. Well, there's this two things. One is propositional logic. And the other thing is the syllogism. Have you heard of the syllogism? No. No. Okay. I know all about propositioning, though. Yeah? you know all about propositioning and jism, but not propositions? No. And syllogisms. Yeah. All right. Um, so, a proposition is basically any kind of sentence. Like, uh, Pat is drinking water right now. All right? Yes. That is a That is a <clears throat> statement about reality that's either true or false. In this case, it's true, right? Because you're drinking it. But, like, what even is water well you can get into that later that's um that's also kind of goes into uh categorical logic which is also what aristotle invented okay and that's where you get the uh uh you know the substance what's the substance of water well it's h2o what's the quality of water it's wet um you always know always too yeah what's a relational quality of, of water it's inside pat's tummy right now um <laughs> tummy <laughs> yeah it's tummy it's say tummy because you
1: got a tummy yeah, I do kind of have a tummy You got a tummy yeah. I have a tummy and I have a gut Yeah <laughs> I have a both I don't, I don't have a stomach mm, No, you got a tummy Yeah and you, have, and you have a gut It's a home for meat <laughs> <laughs> You know? <laughs> this
0: is so gross um, Okay, so a proposition is basically Any statement about reality And a, and the, a proposition basically has to have a subject And a predicate um, The subject is Pat Yes. All right. You are, you're this entity and, and you're doing something or you have something attached to you. And that's the predicate. And the predicate is whatever is true of Pat. Okay. So when I say Pat is drinking water right now, the predicate is, is drinking water right now. Handsomely. Handsome, handsomely. Okay. That, that, that is included in the predicate. Yeah. The predicate is basically everything that comes after Pat. Right. Or is. Um. So that's kind of what That's like this important step that uh, Aristotle says, that Aristotle comes up with Is that basically he defines a proposition As this thing that's a sentence and, a, and the main logical Structure of the sentence is that there's A subject, it's the thing you're talking about And then the um, This sort of like Truth relation or, or Some sort of thing that the subject Is doing or having um, and then the relationship between the two is either true or false. So now. True. Yeah. <laughs> so now if I were to say Pat is drinking water right now. False. It's false now. Right. Yeah. Cause I'm not. Cause you're not. For those of you who are watching us right now. Sure. Yeah. So that's, that's <clears throat> kind of this important thing that you have to keep in mind. Um, and this is sort of the structure of all arguments going forward. Um, and now we get into the syllogism. This is the thing that Aristotle came up with. Um, which is basically, a, it's a way to um, deduce the truth between propositions, okay? So the biggest example, the most, like, common example of this is, um, is... I think, therefore I am. Not quite, but that's good that you remember. Who came up with that? Who said that?
1: You know. Come on, man, please. It's Michelangelo's David. No. You know who said that. It was... Um, it was French. Yeah, it was French. It was that guy, Renault you know so close come on (laughs) uh who is it sarkozy (laughs) it's him right
0: no what okay Rene descartes that's what i said no you didn't you said sarkozy who is the fucking president of france well he probably has said that sentence there's no way he he, hasn't said it he might have said it once yeah but he's not the first never mind all right i I knew i shouldn't have even bothered to ask
1: i won i win i don't even know why i try i win the debate again yeah i always win sure man okay i'm a winner yep me, Donald Trump, we're winners. Mm-hmm. You, Hillary Clinton. I'm crooked Ben. You're crooked Ben. <laughs> if you catch my drift, lady, he's got a big old crooked dick. This fucking guy. Yeah. So hold on. So, so, go back to what you're saying. So the logic in between. Yeah.
0: So a syllogism, right? is basically this. All right. If I say, I'm going to say three sentences. All right.
1: <laughs> Chism. <laughs>
0: How do not even live with yourself? Okay. all men are mortal yes okay Socrates is a man therefore
1: Socrates so- is mortal
0: therefore Socrates is mortal they killed that fucking guy no, they killed nothing. that man. okay right now here's the point you can do you go from uh, all men are mortal okay yes so analyze that sentence all men must die yeah all men must oh, fine all men must die Game of Thrones yeah um, you know so you one? have all men okay that's mm-hmm. the subject there it's not just any man it's not just some men it's all men all right so it's covering that entire category every
1: single man every single man all
0: right and what's the predicate of that men no that's the subject must die yeah that's the predicate yes okay why that so or is mortal that's the predicate oh yeah right. was all yeah all men are mortal yeah so so you have this one category and all every every entity in that category they all share this one characteristic which is that of mortality right all right then you move to the next sentence the next sentence is Socrates is a man so Socrates you know he's a member of this whole category of men some say he's the man he's the man but he's not the man he's a man right
1: okay I'm the dean man yeah you're yeah. the dean man <laughs> just I want everyone to know that mm-hmm Okay, we'll get into that later. So what happens next? Okay, so
0: with those two together, right? What can you What can you get out of that? There's some. There's something that can be deduced from that. Yeah, it's that Socrates is mortal. Yep, right? because you it's have a man. Yeah, you have one <coughs> one category that shares all of these that all, all of which share this one characteristic. You take one member of that group, right? Which is Socrates since he's a member of that group you know he also shares this one characteristic so then you can make this third proposition which narrows it down to socrates is mortal yeah okay so that's a syllogism and it goes from two premises the two premises follow from each other so it goes it goes to the conclusion that you know has to be true no matter what all right so the form there is like all all p's are q's um you know uh, X is a P, therefore, X is a Q. Yeah. All right, that's the structure that it takes in logic. So anyway, that's the thing that, that Aristotle found out. This Dang. is very, very boring. A little. Yeah, it's but okay. it's an important thing to know. Yeah. Uh, because it sets up the whole structure of argumentation. Um, and what makes what makes a certain line of reasoning as valid. And then there you get into this issue of validity.
1: You know what's crazy? Mm-hmm. Is that we always, you know, mostly me... Just amazed that people were doing these things so so long ago. Mm-hmm. But is it kind of crazy it took that long to come up with that?
0: Kind of, yeah. I, I mean, mean like- how
1: long? I mean, people, it seems like these guys were just around for, you know, decades. Humanity had been around for decades. Yeah. And uh, it seemed <laughs> so much longer than that. A lot longer, but it was decades, if uh-huh. you think about it. Um, So it's like it's just funny that like to think about these guys, just these ancient dudes mm-hmm. before all this, yeah. just sitting around. They're just mad. They don't know why. They're sad. They don't know why. Yeah. They're just like this is just what it is. They probably didn't think about it.
0: Yeah, they didn't think about it. And then yeah, so you actually raise a really interesting point. I think this Fuck is yeah, a, one of the most interesting things about philosophy and just about humanity is that uh, there's a long space of like you know. We've been around as a species for like 200,000 years. Yeah. Probably. Hell yeah. Um, as homo sapiens.
1: Here's a 200,000 more brother. Yeah. to 200,000 more clinkies. I'm going to clink glasses. Um, that was nice. That was Satisfying. What yeah. if both our glasses shattered? Shattered. Yeah.
0: Immediately shattered. We just are hurt so bad. But <laughs> In so doing, we curse humanity. <laughs>
1: oh no. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow yeah. Trump's not uh, launching the nukes, dude. We're fucked. Yeah, fuck. Um,
0: so 200,000 years, right? Uh, only, only 2,000 years ago, a little more than that, did people start thinking about, like, logic and how to reason correctly. Yeah. So, that's, like, mm, like 198,000 years before someone decided to, like, look into that. Hey, maybe we <laughs> should try to, like... F-
1: and even back then, yeah. they were still doing stuff like effing little kids, yeah, right. And no one, th- everyone just th- thought it was radical. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like
0: they were, yeah, they were, they were like uh, just half piping these kids, baby and, steps, uh, yeah, baby steps. You gotta, you gotta, um, yeah, you gotta crawl before you learn to fuck. And so uh, Aristotle well, was not now. If you're living back then, apparently, no, no, you, you, you learn to fuck before you learn to you're crawl. You're just,
1: you're just <laughs> ready, yeah gross. So, yeah, that's fucking sad. Oof. Well, hey, man, the world is sad, and it's filled with people who apparently want to have sex with you. Well, you know, that's the sacrifice you make for living in a culture that invents
0: logic. Um, But how could they have invented logic when they're doing all that stuff? They were really good at compartmentalizing their lives. I'll say. (laughs) I'll fucking say, brother. (laughs) Um so they weren't they weren't all literally doing this i don't think aristotle was fucking kids i think he was actually a legit normal dude he was married and he had like a wife and he had kids and he was like a normal ass
1: dude i hope so it, yeah. it bothers me to think about him you i know, don't think he was I, i'm like, gonna throw it
0: out there i'm gonna say he <laughs> he was one of the good ones he was not a baby fucker
1: okay um well, i'll hold you to that okay fine i don't see how you'd ever prove it (laughs) well at my ways okay you know i gotta say i I, i'm digging this aristotle guy so anyway
0: so yeah so he invented logic and that's cool that's like this thing that he did awesome sweet um logical logical man yeah so he also wrote about about a bunch of other shit he wrote uh uh the politics which is a book that he wrote about um you know how uh, humanity should be structured in a political way um he came up with this uh what's it called? He came up with the, this one quote that says, uh, uh man is essentially a political animal. I don't yes. know if you've ever heard that before, but he said that, um, he wrote this book called the rhetoric, which is about, you know, rhetoric. He wrote a book called the poetics and that's about like, you know, us uh, what makes a good play, a good play. He wrote about, uh, the difference between tragedy and comedy, which is kind of interesting. Whoa. Um, back then comedy was not defined as like things that make you laugh um, it was defined as basically um, <coughs> any sort of play or uh, any sort of dramatic work that um, was supposed to uh, hmm. elicit a kind of a, a, a happy vibe um, it always had a good uh, a happy ending it usually involved um, you know people doing silly things or um, people responding to circumstances that were created by luck or chance, um, as opposed to tragedy, which usually had a very terrible bad ending. Yeah. Um, and dealt with people's like downfalls and how they like succumbed to their own, or succumbed to their own, uh, like, you know, very fundamental character
1: weaknesses wow. and stuff like that. It was like way <clears throat> more heavier and comedy was like lighter. Yeah. Cause yeah. I remember like reading some of these plays in school mm-hmm. and it'd be like, a comedy and you are like hell yeah i could use a laugh then yeah it like, wasn't funny at all
0: no it's not it wasn't meant to be funny like haha ha, funny it was just supposed to be like look at these schmucks isn't yeah. this kind of interesting and um aristotle kind of ca- uh, ca- uh, categorized the differences and he said like tragedy were people who um who were you were supposed to admire and you witnessed their downfall and then comedy were basically People who you didn't admire, people who were kind of like low. Like think of like the the characters in um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, right? low lives. Yeah, they're like low lifes. Real so John like, Ravens. Yeah, they're like real John Ravens, and you expect these John a couple Ravens. Couple Christina so, Parish
1: is thrown in there. Yeah, with a couple Christina Parishes, yeah, like a, a
0: Rob Gagnon or two.
1: You imagine more than one of her.
0: Yeah. Ugh. And so uh, <laughs> we both went ugh at the and same just time. Moved on, Yeah. <laughs> um, the
1: thought of two CPs is just too much yeah. for Mm-mm. one man to handle.
0: Too many CPs. Too many JRs yeah yeah um, but uh, that with in that case you the the amusing thing about it was like due to luck or circumstances these low lives were transformed to be kind of noble and they had like a new lease on life or something like that and like it ended up being a happy ending and that's a comedy right um, so yeah so comedy was like more feel good and then tragedy was like ugh, it's, yeah. that was awful Feel good, more like feel bad. Um, yeah. Not in a, not in a, like, oh, that was bad art sort of way. It was more like a cathartic, like, ooh, that, there's a lesson to be learned there. Yeah. You know? Um, so that's the poetics. And then the other really, really main, major thing that uh, Aristotle contributed was um, his ethics. He wrote these two books on ethics. One is called the Nicomachean Ethics, and the other book is called the Eudemian Ethics. And they both kind of treat the same thing. Basically, Aristotle argues that the main, like, goal of all human life is to attain happiness. Yes. Okay. And happiness, he calls it, the Greek name that he uses it, uses for it is eudaimonia. Um, and it basically means, like, good spirit, having a good spirit. Or
1: What's know, the name? Eudaimonia. <laughs> God, it sounds like one of Prince's girlfriends. Isn't <laughs> <it kinda? laughs> that kind of that does sounds some, yeah. like someone who demononia yeah. yeah
0: you you is uh, is a prefix in a lot of Greek words that may, means good Yes, or pure that's good and then daimonia it's the word that we get demon from weirdly enough <clears throat> but da, daimonia in Greek uh, is basically like spirit or ghost or you know soul or whatever yeah um, but so you y- the two together you daimonia is like good spirit or good soul okay yes and that's happiness. It's like this this sense of good good feeling. Um and he says that it's basically composed of two things. It's co- it's composed of wisdom and virtue. Okay. And the exercise of wisdom and virtue together uh leads to pleasure, which <sighs> you love. <laughs> but oh. those three together wisdom, virtue, and pleasure ah. can make up and moist pleasure. Why don't you just put pleasure. all the bad th- shitty make, words in there? Make uh yeah, make um happiness. Okay. And now he gets into what it means to be, uh, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I can see, I can see why it, it makes sense. Um, his main point is, uh, the main way to attain, attain true happiness is to attain virtue. And so virtue becomes a very, very, very important aspect for him. And virtue is basically this. It's, um, it's a characteristic of your, of your soul that you acquire through habit and it exists between. Have you heard of the golden mean? Or the golden girls? <laughs> well, it's it's similar to that. Okay. The golden mean uh, sits between two vices. The golden what? The golden mean. Oh, that's the so golden meme. No, 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 not the golden meme. Yeah. That's, that's funny.
1: It's the one where like.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like just. <laughs> it's you know, a golden pepe. clown
1: yeah. being like, "Hey, come down to the sewer. I have Snickers." And the little girl goes inside. You know what I'm talking about? You ever <laughs> seen that meme? I haven't seen that one. It's a good one. I'll show it to you later. Okay, fine. <laughs> but if you uh, want. yeah, so basically, he
0: says that in order to be virtuous, you have to find the the mean, the 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 thing in between two vices. So Whoa. you know, you can say courage is between cowardliness and um, boastfulness or stupidity. Okay, um, you know, wisdom is is the is the virtue that exists between, um, you know, being, I guess. Uh, Oh, what is between? What is wisdom? Wisdom is between basically like ignorance and, um, just being a, a what's called a sophist. Remember yeah. We talked about sophists last well, I time. Do. which is just people who are like very smart, but in a <clears throat> superficial sense, like they're just smart just enough to like, basically like lawyer their way out of out of situations.
1: That's me, I think.
0: Yeah, you're, yeah, you're a sophist. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely a sophist. I'm a sophist for sure. Yeah, so it means that you're not uh, virtuous at all.
1: Well, I mean, Um, look, I know what I said, Ben.
0: (laughs) So you're you're down with not being virtuous?
1: I mean, I try, but I just, I feel like, you know... You're not
0: trying hard enough. I guess not. Mm -mm. Not enough for Aristotle. (laughs) (laughs) But what is enough for Aristotle? Um, Well, nothing, really. I mean, he kind of sets an impossible standard. He did a lot of stuff. He did way too much stuff. Yeah. And uh, the other thing, too, is that he... um, he was the only person who could, like, yell at Alexander the Great in public. Oh, really? <laughs> Which is really funny. Why would he yell at him in public? He was his tutor.
1: And but, so, like, like, for what reason would you ever have to yell at somebody in public?
0: Well, like, Aristotle, or uh, Alexander the Great would, like, do some shit. He would, like, pull some fucking stunt while he was, like, conquering all these lands in the, in the East. Yeah. And you know while he's like addressing his troops aristotle would come up to him and he'd be like you stupid fuck like don't fucking do that like don't don't torture those people they're only going to you know hate you later or something um he's like that's not how you run a state that's not how you run a king. Would he listen to him? Not really, but he wouldn't he's, like murder him. Yeah, I guess it's a good sign. Which, which if someone yeah, if so, so cuz he was his teacher like aristotle like taught him since he was a little boy, like since he was 7. Wow. Was his tutor. And then Alexander the Great was like I'm gonna go and conquer the fucking world and then he kind of did it he conquered the known world
1: I wonder like so he does that I wonder if like he's doing that and Aristotle is just like he's like sitting there with his arms crossed yeah like I probably should have told him hey by the way don't
0: like try to conquer the world well he didn't really mind if he conquered the world but he just didn't want him to be a tyrant yeah that was like a big thing (coughs) um and Alexander was kind of a tyrant, and so <laughs> so Aristotle would like chastise him and be like, "Don't be such That's a so tyrant." That's so funny. Yeah, and like anyone else who like contradicted Alexander the Great, he'd like throw in prison and basically have them starve to death. But he wouldn't do that to Aristotle because he just respected him so much. Must be nice. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Dude le- lived a regular ass life, died in old age. Huh? Had had grandkids.
1: I l- I dig Aristotle. I'm gonna yeah. give um, I'm gonna give him
0: four to five Dean Mans. I hate this. Okay, why do you keep going back on the fucking uh, scale? What do you mean? Okay, last time we did out of 10. Out of 10 Dean men. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, You're you're the worst. Okay, it's fine. That's fine. 9 out of 10 Dean men. 9 out of 10 Dean men? Okay, fine. I also give him 9 out of 10 Dean men. Yeah. He was so influential. Yeah. Everyone loved him. He was one of the three A's that Ayn Rand was into. Remember Ayn Rand said she's only influenced by, by the three A's? Aristotle. Aquinas.
1: Aquinas. And Ayn Rand? And Ayn Rand. Really? Yeah, remember? I don't remember that. That's she, crazy. She's a psychopath. My biggest influence? Myself. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay. I mean, we're all our own biggest influences, I guess, but like
0: Yeah, but not the way you are, you
1: fucking weird cunt. Yeah. Well, you know. I like Aristotle. I'm an Aristotle guy. You're you're an Aristotle head? I'm in. I'm an Aristotle head. Um I like the three A's too. Aristotle, um, Aristotle and Aristotle. Three Aristotles, bro. It's like Dylon, Dylan. Dylon, Dylan, D- and Dylan. Yeah. Bumage into Aristotle. Uh, but folks, that is our show. Thank you for, for checking it out. Let us know what you think. Um, How many Dean men Do you give Aristotle Or all these different people Tell us who your favorite Out of the triple stack were Oh yeah The the, the triple The triple Greek stack Plato or Aristotle Let us know Yeah let
0: us know On Facebook (laughs) I Learn Nothing Uh, Let us know On Twitter At I Learn Nothing Let us know On Instagram At I Learn Nothing Podcast Whoever owns at I learn nothing on Instagram. We will find you. And you're dead. And we will kill you. You're, you're dead. dead, man. You're mince me. This is a threat. Yeah, this is a threat. Yeah, you can call the cops, but we have the cops in our pocket. They will find you. They will kill you, too, because they follow they us. Keep you in a cell. And then we're going to find you in that cell. And we're going to fuck you
1: up. I have the cops in our pocket. Yeah. Uh, and then you, do you, the cops actually follow us on Twitter. You should, too. Ben, you're at Gristle Porn. I'm at Pat Dean. Mm-hmm. Check us out. Currently, I'm, I'm cu- Candy Boy. You're, well, you're a fucking candy boy. makes yeah. sense.
0: Yeah. You I'm candy, candy boy on Twitter. That's I at Crystal porn, G-R-I-S-T-L-E-P-O-R-N. Uh, check us out. Our website. We got a website. Ilearnnothing.com. Our uh, bios our, are on there, Our ben. bios are on there. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, fucking fuck you. See ya.
1: International